Welcome to the dark web. You found a podcast called the Dweebros Podcast. Look over your shoulder and make sure mom's not watching. Because we're going to talk video games, movies, TV shows. Everything a mom hates. And maybe even hacking. We're going to talk only black hat hacking. Do you know what that is? No. There's black hat hacking and white white hat hackers. And what that is, the white hat hacker, like he tries to help find... um, Hacking to find vulnerabilities. Vulnerabilities and lets the company know. But the black hat hacker is out at out there for the money oh are there gray hat hackers that they're, like yeah. they're playing both sides yeah they're like yeah they're that's like, what i would be if i was a hacker i want to bring up real quick yeah we're on episode uh seven we 50 54 that's why i have a hard time team track well what well, do you mean episode 16. i thought we'd so, just hang out and talk <laughs> Is this like going on this the is internet? Con- this is continuing. <laughs> no, I like, thought you were my friend. Yeah, he's like, how long have we been doing this for? At what number yeah. do you think, because I, I just had a major deja vu. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you've done this before. <laughs> I'm actually pretty sure you have. Too. I think you started talking about, the, like you, you introed with a dark web bit. No, that's the first time dark web bit. Okay. I could almost I, guarantee I sit here, I promise you. I was I've like, done, like you put your hood up and I was like, and you said dark web. I was like, we've been here before. <laughs> when, when have we been here before? Well, maybe you're having like some once a deja vu. That's why I was, I was like, that I was the like, first time I've done my dark web bit. I guess as soon as you said, it, I was like, now I've probably put the hood on and did a character. Yeah, before, yeah. But, but now it. that sparks me, like, when when do you think you hit the bit where you're like, because like, um, we can be honest, it ain't like we have a script. It ain't like we have. A, oh yeah, this is you know, like, we don't have cuff. a script. When do you think Zach will repeat himself? At never. what time? Never. I you, never repeat jokes. I, so only think, do, I only do jokes once. So you think, it, you know, if we're 300 <laughs> episodes in, you don't think you're ever going to just repeat something? That's what she said. I think I'm going to... Here's my number. You ready? Yeah. 80. 80? I'm yeah. going to I'll do the dark by, web by I think 80. episode 68, 69, he'll repeat himself. <laughs> Podcast 69 is going to be great. You got guys got to watch that one. Uh, welcome. Just, just, welcome. I was just wondering. Uh, I'm Zach, a.k.a. Dweebo. I'm joined by the great, magnificent Jacob. As the always. wonderful, beautiful Travis. And we are back. In the saddle uh, again. Back in the saddle again. Uh, changed some stuff around in the room. The room looks different. Uh, it's been a year since we've been in this room, I believe. But... Uh, you know, all together, person. Yeah. But um, thank you for joining us. We've got some great topics to talk t- about tonight, such as the dark web. What's the second topic? <laughs> uh, let's keep on the computer stuff. I want to. I, I. You sent this in our group chat, and I want to talk about it. You sent a pre-build. Oh, there was a pre-build of, that included an RTX um, 3060. 3060 higher end graphics card, whatever. For those that don't know. That's the ones that people are like killing each other yep. for. I, because there's like a shortage. There's people scalping these for mining yeah. and stuff. But they put that up on Best Buy. And I was seeing other people on TikTok talk about this. Like, this is an amazing, incredible deal. Yeah. Like, because that card is basically the cost of that card. Yeah. But you get a whole the that's, that's not true. No, 100%. No, I just helped Greg buy all the parts from Micro Center. And he just got his graphics card. He got a 3070 for 650 
Okay, well, like this week. We got Andy got the pre-built with it. No, or, or... we got all the. Comp- me and him and Sam got together because things are so hard to get right now. At Micro yeah. Center, there's a Discord even. Like stand in line and get a card every yeah. day. So you have to go down there like six a.m. Get on the Discord. Know when to go. But it is very difficult to get parts right now. But if you go to Micro Center and you yeah. wait in line at the right times, you can get them. And he literally got his entire build, all the pieces, good. You know, he's got his motherboard. He's got all that stuff. Yeah. That all cost around probably five to six hundred to get. And he spent six hundred and forty, six hundred fifty bucks on a thirty seventy. Man, that's he just awesome. Bought it. He's the one percent. Because well, I'm telling you right now, there are people out there who are still struggling to get this graphics card. I think because I mean, you had to like be part of the Discord. Yeah, this was no, just on he's not on the Discord. He, he went down to Micro Center at 6 a.m. They yeah. get a shipment every two days, and he stood in line. Which is Now, good. if you don't have Micro Center near you, that's that I might mean. be harder. That's what I'm saying. These people but even yeah. are saying, like, I, and when he sent the link, I went to it, and I could add it to my cart. Yeah. yeah. And have the whole thing to me, which is like a crazy deal. For I looked like at the price of the card. The card was selling for like 1200 bucks. That's stupid. So... That PC was like thirteen eighty, like thirteen hundred eighty bucks. Yeah. So you could take the card out and literally sell the card for yeah. the cost of all the. That's other what we were saying. Like this is the cost of the whole thing. And which is insane. So then you start looking up the higher end models. The higher end models are like, hey, you can get a thirty ninety thirty. You know, all those other ones. And it was like an extra couple hundred bucks. Yeah. So the question is like, how, and I think the the thing what people always ask like, how do these pre manufactured like cyber PC, I buy PC, you know, these companies get these parts and cheaper. Well, they buy in bulk and they manufacture also, I think, some of their own parts, mm-hmm. which helps drive the price down in itself, too. Because, I mean, these PCs are very cheap. Well, the, there's still a retail price on the parts, mm-hmm. and retailers are still going to sell them for that. Are they getting marked up on, like, third parties? Like, where are you seeing them? Where did you see a 3060 marked up to $1,300? Oh, it was like, yeah, eBay, all the resellers. Well, don't buy from resellers. Problem, That's why no, it's so expensive. The problem is nobody people can are get buying them from the resellers. Because there's these bots. People can't even it's get a, a hold of these It's a scalping things. issue. That's, yeah. That's yeah. The, uh, PS5s. Well, yeah, I get that. But... but you know what's crazy? Everything is being scalped right now on planet Earth. Sure. Because we were going to be put a fence on our backyard. Mm. Oh, and, good and, luck. And we got a quote for that. From somebody going to do the labor and buy it, and it was out the wazoo. Yeah, it was like laughable um, to do that. So it's like if you find lumber every time, like I'm driving me on my life, and I see somebody with lumber in the back of the truck, I'm like, "Hey, next stop, like get out and get that. <laughs> get out." But it, yeah. well, the price of lumber like, is skyrocketing five times. But it's, uh, you know what's funny? People ten years ago were like, "Oh wow, lumber's really expensive." We'll wait ten years later. Yeah. Ah, dang it. We yeah. waited a little too long. Well, it just jumped up so crazy, but it's hard to get anything right now. Yeah, but it's... Speaking it's, of crazy to get anything, I want to go into our game segment with this. About 2013, I got a job. It was my first big boy job, let's say. And I went crazy. I was like, I'm going to collect old video games that mm. I like had as a kid. Awesome. And even then, in 2013, it was like people are putting up the price on these Super Nintendo games and Nintendo 64 games. But I went through and bought, like, I bought so many packages, the mailman was going to kill me during this period. Got all the games I wanted, whatever. Got all the stuff, and I put down collecting. Well, recently, all these, all these like, Pokemon cards. We've been, we've been open up, by the way, Pokemon cards on the streams, if you've been seeing me and Kenny. But doing all, like, going through all that stuff, that's, that's went up in price. I was like, you know what? There is a couple, like, games I would like to get. Maybe there are a couple that I'd like to collect now. Everything is like five to eight times in value. Like I went back and I was like, well, "How much is this worth?" That I bought, and there were certain games. There was one game I bought, Super Metroid. I cringed because I paid a hundred dollars for it oh, in twenty thirteen. Yeah, because I, I didn't want to go over a hundred dollars. Like I paid a hundred dollars for this game, but it's like oh, I'll do it, and mm-hmm. I bought that game. 
Check the price the other day. If you have all the maps and stuff, one went for $750. Wow. So I was like, uh, yeah, I don't think that hurts. But it's funny, like, stuff hurts in the moment when you buy it. Like, ah, I really want yep. that, but it's $200 online. It's like, what's going to happen eight years from now? It's like, yeah, it's only going to go up. Yeah, that stuff's only going up. So but, It's funny you mentioned the Pokemon cards on the map realm, too, because, I mean, PSA is completely backed up, too, by the way. Because, yeah. like, Pokemon cards, baseball cards, basketball cards, football cards... Uh, card trading. Yeah. I, I send in three cards and I did a video on the yep. channel about this. Uh, Charizard, Venusaur, and Blastoise. Because I just wanted to have them like in their little capsule thing. I didn't care what the grades were. But um, even that, that took like two months like to They're get that back. Us. But I also sent in when I was like, now I've seen all this stuff going up. I had a sealed Halo 2 limited edition. And I just sent that in to get graded from WADA games. Have you heard of that? There's WADA and there's VGA. But I sent that in to go get graded, so I'm going to cross my fingers. That's interesting, though. Yeah, I wanted to pick up some Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and they're all totally blown out, too. But I what, haven't seen much on Yu-Gi-Oh. They just did a big... Re- they're doing a big re-release of all the traditional Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Yeah, oh, Kenny I opened those. those on stream. Yep. So we did a stream. What's that called? Uh, it's like something like the Blue Eyes. Ghost something. of the Past. Ghost is of the that past. what that is? Yeah, that but they are gone like yeah gone. Oh, i want one of those but those how much fun. is one of those ba- big boxes they're, they're, they're not much uh, well you get three packs for the one that kenny had and it was like 15 bucks at that so i've seen there's a big box you can get oh, those that's might, just those filled with more them and more. yeah but when he opened those on stream those were fun because he opened pokemon cards before and those are you are getting hit or miss with the ghost of the past it's I, all holographic. i know i know there's a ton of commons and kenny actually didn't get any of like we were wanting blue eyes we were wanting dark magician but he got uh every one is holographic yeah and that was fun for the stream because they all look sick like i i cool. love Yu-Gi-Oh. i've been watching yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh lately um 25 dollars this is what someone has up here for that big box but it's a mini box Okay. So that might be the three-pack thing that Kenny had. But I might buy one of those because I've been wanting to get Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And I've been watching. I just finished the first arc of like the Duelist Kingdom. Yeah. I started rewatching it. Dude, you're um, addicted to that show. Oh, I just love that yeah. show. Now, are you watching that? Is that a running on the treadmill game? Uh, no, that's show? just throwing on at night because I can fall asleep and I'm not worried about what I miss. But, How's Naruto uh, going? I haven't really ran too too much lately. Like <laughs> no like, running, no Naruto. Four episodes in probably, hey, but Naruto. But I will say, when it comes to cards... That's the title of the podcast. The uh, the one cards, and I had to ask my brother, because he's really big into this, The when I go to the store, the one thing that isn't like totally sold out is Magic. And I was really interested, because I know tons of people that play Magic, so I asked my brother, I was like, why is this like, when you go to Target, like it's Pokemon gone, baseball cards gone, Yu-Gi-Oh cards gone, Magic, it's all there. And I was talking to him about it, and their volume, because people still play that game, that game is massively popular on a literal playing level. And also, it doesn't have as many famous, like, characters. People aren't buying to collect. They're buying it to play it. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like, a totally different thing. It's, it's a game-based thing. Yeah, and, it, and it's a little bit more expensive to get into than Yu-Gi-Oh! So I actually did go with my brother, because I wanted to open some cards and play some cards. Um we uh we went and we bought four uh like the structure decks for what they call whatever I don't know they're, they're called whatever decks but bought four decks for Magic and started playing some Magic and had had a lot of fun with that cool. and then there's a Magic Arena game that I've had on computer but they released it for the phone so I've been playing that a little bit too and Magic is a really 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 good card game like I love Yu-Gi-Oh growing up. I like collecting Pokemon cards. Magic is far and away the best game yeah. out of those. Magic's by far it is a great game that is very well designed. I really, really like Magic. I'm excited because like apparently there's a Magic VR project that's being worked on too. Um, but I've been playing Yu-Gi-Oh! in VR. 
And it's been absolutely. Now that I've got a VR, I'm wanting to check oh that out. Oh my god! Did we play against each yes. other? Did you get a VR? I did. I got an Oculus. Oh nice. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna have to. How sick would it be? Just, I'm just can we duel something. each other? Yes, you can. That's the whole point of it. On stream? On stream. Oh, my how gosh. Sick would it be? I, pot of green. How sick would it be if pot we... Pot of green. I'm just hype this right now? I am brain... I'd whoop the floor with you first off. No, you <laughs> but the old, Last time we played, I beat you because you made up a freaking rule. And you what put rule me in an make infinite up? chain. You made up what this card did. You kept pulling and out pot you, of green. It was an infinite chain. I said, let me read that card. And hype like pot, pot of green. pot of green. I've been watching... Here's Number what one, do. I'm a better Yu-Gi-Oh player than you. Second Always have been. Number two, how many tournaments did you play in? Okay, it doesn't matter. Okay, I'm a better player than you for sure. Because you have no answer to that question. Can you stream this? Can we get Yeah, this? here's what we'll do. Oh, I already have plans. I'm so down. I'll get my new Oculus, which we'll talk about in a second. And we'll both stream it in the Discord. And you'll have to just... It'll be a hangout. You'll have to take both the screens and just throw them okay. up there. You can see Travis's point of view and my point of view. Okay. Dude, I'm like, I'm like in. I'll send you the link to download it. It's a free game to download. It is a ton of fun. I'm so it. in. Does it have like the link and XEs and all that, or is it no, old you, school? It has. So the way it works is like you can use pre-built character decks, but you can battle from like the stands. You know, like the old school Duelist Kingdom stands. I do. You want to do the stands, or you want to do the you, duel or you can do the Duelist? <laughs> <desk? laughs> or <laughs> hold on, there's a new update. They have the five D riders. Oh, I don't know about that. That is motion sickening because yeah. I, I was riding it and I put a card down and then blue eyes popped up. I was like. This is awesome. I feel sick. Like yeah. this is disgusting. Like I'm down to do I'm down to do the dual disc. The old school platforms are cool because that's what I was just watching. Um is Dungeon Dice ever gonna come to that? Because uh, there's a Dungeon Dice game on the Game Boy Advance that's awesome. What do I have? I the, have uh, the Yu-Gi-Oh! Game Boy Advance games are amazing. They are, Eternal yeah. Duelist Soul, mm-hmm. World Championship. Dark Duel Stories is the one. That's a good that's a good game. I like that one a lot. And the cool thing about that one, I loved playing as a kid because you could put in the code yep. on the card yes. and get it in the That's game. how Eternal Duelist like, Soul awesome. was. That one I, the old Game Boy Advance Yu-Gi-Oh! games are yeah, top I didn't get to the Game Boy Advance one, but the Game Boy Color was top cool. tier. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned it. I'll I'll send you the link. We'll talk about it. We'll plan out for the future. Yu-Gi-Oh! is awesome. I have a blast with it. But Magic is a better game. Yeah. Because Yu-Gi-Oh! is all about, I'm attacking you. You're attacking me. I'm attacking your monster. You're attacking my monster. Magic is so... There's five different like colors mm-hmm. that you can base your strategy around. And they have very distinct styles. One is very focused on getting big creatures that are hard to get out there. But once you get them out there, they're hard... They're, you know, they, they stop, basically. Yeah. Or there's fire or red, which is lots of small creatures that burn. Or there's blue, which is like controlling and making your opponent. There are decks that are just focused on making your opponent draw their whole deck out to where they yeah. lose. Like you can win so many different ways in Magic um, that I really, I'm growing uh, more of a appreciation for that game. I played Yu-Gi-Oh! like playing it and I, I, I might play Magic once in middle school. I was, But people I saw in middle school only played that. Pokemon... I, I don't like very Pokemon rarely see it game. played when I was growing up. I, played, I always saw yeah. it collecting. Yep. I mostly saw it collecting. Yep. But um, there's I, our trading card yeah. uh, segment of the podcast. So uh, check out the Hangouts. We've been opening up Pokemon mm-hmm. packs. I think that's been very fun uh, to do just to see what we get. And I don't know what any of the Pokemon are. But. I'm, I want to get one of some of those Yu-Gi-Oh, yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh Come boxes. Come on, hang out and open up. Get one and we'll open up a Yu-Gi-Oh. Ghost you order pass. it on Amazon? You can yeah, that's what yeah. I just saw. And they're not sold out? Nope, you can have your cart right now. Ne- hey, next stream we do, you might get some Yu-Gi-Oh openings. But oh, that's know. cool. But me and Jacob, speaking of Hangouts, uh, started our It Takes Two journey, which is probably going to be a five-part 
It's gonna be a it's gonna be a chunker. It's gonna be a little bit. A way out was roughly about eight hours. Um, we knocked three. We did in three, didn't? Oh, was it? Yeah, I think a way out. Way out was a little bit. Way no, not way out was shorter. It takes two. I think it said how much long was it? Ten. It's ten to twelve. Yeah, ten to twelve hours. So it's probably gonna be a five parter, maybe a six. I'll tell you what. It takes two is. So it take two is a new is another game yeah. from Joseph Ferris. Uh, he made a way Brilliant out. Brilliant mind. Check out the way out. Uh, we even put clips of, of just funny freaking moments we yeah. had on that. But started that up, and the the premise of that game is that your husband and wife are about to go through a divorce, mm-hmm. and the this is the, how the game starts. The daughter is like upset or whatever, and she has these little like almost looks like voodoo dolls. Yeah, voodoo doll looking. And things. she's like, hey, uh, like I hope you guys get together. She's pretending like the. Well, she's talking about this book. She's like, I, like she has this book, I guess, that she and said she like wishes, yeah, that could make this better. Yeah. So that whatever and magic happens, and now the husband is that voodoo doll, and the wife is the other voodoo doll. It's like a potato. Yeah. And now you have to get back, and you're trying to get to the daughter to try to help you to get to the book or whatever. <laughs> but like. The way this is set up is so awesome. Yeah. Like right from the get go, it's like I know what this game is doing, and it's awesome. Like, I would describe this as like a co op Pixar film. Yeah, oh, that's because cool. like uh, the first thing that happens, uh, so you get this. The book comes up, and it's like this Mexican sly talking yeah. like thing. It's like, like you need to get together, and you need to do this, yeah. and it's like a Pixar like funny film thing. And then he, uh, so he's like, all right, you need to do collaboration. You have to do this level. And then what happens is you go into this, like, the, the garage or something, and you see the vacuum cleaner. And it's like, oh, why did you stuff me in yeah. here? <laughs> and, and she got, she, the wife went, I thought you threw that away. You're supposed to fix that or whatever. And he was like, ah, I just didn't, never got to it. So all these problems from the marriage and stuff, like, you have to fight against it and stuff. And that was the first part. I was like, I get what this game is doing. That's cool. And this is awesome. So, like, I will say that my favorite mechanic of the game has been like every level the characters get a new little twist. Gimmick. Yeah, a little gimmick. Too. And which makes it way more fresh than just being like a platformer. Yeah. Because at first, I like when we first got our first like gimmick, I thought that was who we were the rest of the game. And I was sitting there with my gimmick and I was like, I'm not sure if I'm going to love this. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And then they took it away. And then I got a new one. And I was like, new, oh, like, I really no. like this one. This so time. he gets something. So, for example, we got, um, I got. To shoot screws yeah. the, as the guy or whatever, and as the what are the names? I forgot the names. Do you remember <laughs> something? May May is the girl. Yeah, May's a girl. Uh, I forgot the guy's name, but uh, um, so I got Jake, the hammer. Jacob got the hammer. The yeah. end of the hammer. So like they also have little mini games. I think that was an awesome part of the way out. There's so many. There's of them. many games that you don't have to do really. <laughs> they just are there, but you are compete. They're like mini competing. Oh, things. nice. So he uh, there was one called like whack the I, I don't know whack a mole. Whack it was a whack a mole. So I like there was like holes all around Jacob, and Jacob was in the middle. And I had to pop up, and if I stayed up long enough, I got a point. And if he hit me, he got a point. So I kept trolling him and, like, popping up really quick around here, and he's trying to hit oh me. Oh, my gosh. Stuff. We were cracking up on stream. So there's so many, like, fun... There was a, the pool of rope. or Yeah, the, the pool of rope war, one. Tug, tug of war that thing. was... I got destroyed <laughs> in. It wasn't even fair. So check that out if you want to see well, that. What are you but, playing it on? Uh, PC. PC. But what's cool is he doesn't own the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do, and this is what he did with The Way Out. We were able to just stream, and he... Which, by the way... Thank you for fixing that. Yeah, it's a lot better. So there's a share thing. We did a share pass, so only one person has to own the game. Definitely recommend it. I think it's like 40 bucks, 35 40 bucks. but Yeah. It takes two. Freaking loving this, so. Yeah, good time. Very good. Um, what else you guys? You guys want anything else? Hmm. I, I, can, I, got a, I got a couple I can hit on real quick. I, mobile games have been something I've been playing, playing a little bit more of. 
Um, yeah. Particularly in the Clash genre. You ever play Clash Royale or Clash of Clans before? Uh, in college, I, a little bit I've of Clash I've heard you played some Clash of Clans before. Yeah, yeah you, know, you saw me go through the big peak of my addiction. Yeah. And Zach's like getting text messages. $40 or spent on Clash <laughs> Oh, yeah. Clans. So we were on a family plan thing. And, it was so embarrassing. And, and, and it would pop up and I'd have to request it. Now when they fix that. But at yeah. first it was like, uh, I'm going to have to take money. I need your money. Yeah. Charging <laughs> my card. But I think for me, it was more the embarrassment. Like, Zach knows I'm spending money on a microtransaction. <laughs> I knew everything of yeah, spending like, habits. It's oh, like Papa Zach has to approve of all my I money knew. habits. Um, I was the accountability partner. I'm no longer in the spot where I can just be dropping loads of cash on microtransaction games. But I will say this. The game has... Update to the point where it's less grindy and it does it does it's less microtransaction yeah. like late like I don't know what that word is it, you feel like you need microtransactions yeah. so I've been playing those a lot lately I've enjoyed them uh, Clash Royale is more fun because it's a tower defense game but it's a time tower defense game yeah. which I don't know if you guys ever played tower defense games at all no like tower defense mini games yeah. and like games I play flash games I think the yeah. yeah the flash, flash ones are coming. For me, it's like, again, a good toilet game. Time right? versus need, Zombies is kind of tower yeah. defense, right? You know, a football game, a good little game there and there. The Clash people, they made a game that was almost like D-Day, but like cartoony. Boom Beach. Yeah, I played that. <laughs> yeah, that's I don't know if that's still defense. popular. Apparently, they're making four. They announced they had a, they had a big keynote. They're like, we're making four brand new Clash games. And everybody went wild. They're like, oh my gosh. I was like, is this game that popular? But I'm going to claim these people take it so seriously. Yeah. And I'm just trying to mooch off their troops. That's all so I'm many of these the mobile games, you'd be shocked. My dad is not what I would consider to be a gamer. But I, one day I was hanging out with him and we were talking about some like game he plays. Like that's It's like, I guess it's kind of like Risk, but it's with like real people. And <laughs> yeah. he's like, yeah, he's like, our commander was getting mad about this. I was like, what are you talking about? And he starts showing me this chat they've got like on some like it's, old people huge. thing, yeah. like World of Tanks. Like some of these things that I look at, I'm like, what is that? They have massive yeah. communities yep. of people that take it dead I, serious. I, don't, I think the most shocking thing is I have a family member. I might have talked about this before, but I have, I have a family member. Didn't even know it played games. The most unvideo game guy I know. Like this, uh, I couldn't explain. This guy is like not in almost anti anti video games. I thought, and I got to talk to him, and it's like I found out that he plays that Final Fantasy <laughs> game, and he's in one of the biggest clans, and he spent like over like a thousand dollars, like to do the thing. And I was like, what happened? Well, somebody what said, happened? I was talking, but like. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even know the guy that played video games, and now he likes Final Fantasy, and he's really involved in that. This but. guy, I thought, I, yeah, I, go I, ahead. Well, this guy I played with his his logic made sense. He was like, "Look, you're gonna spend nine ninety nine to fourteen dollars on Hulu or Netflix. I don't have Netflix, so I'm gonna spend fourteen dollars a month on yeah. Clash Plans." Yeah. Like, I don't even have anything against it. Uh, it's just not for me. Personally. It's just surprising. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it just it surprised me. That my people sister was telling this. me she's like, "Did you know her mom plays like this game where she's the mayor of a town and like spends money <laughs> on all this stuff?" And I asked about. It, she's like, "Yeah, I just had to stop playing that. I was spending too much money." Like, and my mom doesn't. My mom not, has never yeah. touched a video game. Like, and I was like, "What? Like, yeah. you're playing this sim looking game where you're controlling kind of this stuff, town?" Though, like, I think that. And Phil Spencer has said this a lot. There are way more people that you don't consider to be gamers that are playing games yes. that are out there. Mm-hmm. And that's why they want to try yeah. to get Game Pass on phones yeah. and streaming. Because it's like, you could open up things to people. Like, Life is Strange could become available to people that would never buy a console sitting from a TV. But they'll use their phone and screw yeah. around on yeah. stuff. And uh, it's, it is... I think that we're in for emerging. We It's happening already with, yeah. like... Uh, 
what was that one game? It's it looks like Breath of the Wild. You played it a little bit. Oh, is it the Capcom? Uh, uh, is it Capcom? Genshin Impact? Genshin Impact? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I, I you know so there's a, there's a big kind of blending of things happening. Yeah. But well, there's a couple of blending things. We can talk about one of them, um, which we'll talk about a little bit more. The show has came out. Yeah, and it's it's a baseball game. This is big, um, very big. But not only that, it's, it's the first ever. It's made by Sony. It's Sony been made by Sony. Made game that is hitting Microsoft. And yeah. playing on Xbox. Do you know the full background of how this happened? Apparently, it's like been a mixture of MLB pushing and like yeah. developers. So, so there's been many baseball games yes. for a long time because there's like 2K. There used to be an EA baseball game, mm-hmm. and then there was the show. My whole childhood, I wasn't a, I was not a PlayStation guy, but people always said the show, the show, oh, the, the show. show. The show rock. is like the best. It's like the ESPN 2K f- football yep. yeah. for for baseball. But it's made by Sony, so it's always been exclusive to PlayStation. PlayStation. And like, I know people who are diehard Xbox people, like uh, my my father in law, who every year he's like, Man, "I'm thinking about buying the PS4 because the show is on there. Yeah. I really want to play it." And I've always just been like, "That's kind of you know, it's interesting that they've got that ace in the yeah. hole." Well, what's been happening is is because all these other baseball games weren't as good as the show. Slowly, they started trickling off to where there reached a point the last two years where the show was the only baseball game that came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when the Man, MLB re- and when the MLB realized that their only game was only on PlayStation and not on Xbox, they were like, "No, you got to put it out on Xbox mm-hmm. too." And so they stepped in and told Sony it had to be on Xbox. But not only that, they went the next mile. And Xbox was talking to MLB. It's like, "Well, we've got this Game Pass thing on our side. Like, it's this would be dirty. a great way this to get bad. in front of people." And they're like, "Let's do that." And so they made Sony put the game That's not crazy. only on Xbox but on Game Pass day one. So the show is... So when a PlayStation exclusive came out day one on yeah. Game Pass. Now listen to this. The show <laughs> is one of the top producing games that Sony makes. Yeah. It makes a ton best. of money. It's like... It's insane. The, the San Diego studio that produces it is one of their best games. It's what makes them the most money. But what's crazy is like you said that like they've been trickling out and there was other baseball games but I look at MLB The Show and I always hear good things overall about like, It's people, a phenomenal people game. People love those games every year to where it's like why can't Madden like they sat on their oh, hands Madden, that's what I've been yeah. saying. Oh. It's like, MLB is kind of like a monopoly that's, kind of thing. You're, now it's you're their, stepping into yeah. our yes. territory. Yeah but it's like why can't they figure it out? It's Madden <laughs> but MLB shit, the show is good and it almost has a monopoly. Like, yeah. stop buying Madden every year. Dude. Yeah, you're the problem. You're the problem. The problem <laughs> this is, is why Madden. Is we've got these it. scabs that'll go in. <laughs> they'll go in and they'll talk a big talk, and then two days after it comes out, oh, I had to buy it. I had to buy. It. I have friends who want to play, <laughs> and I have to beat them. Look, here's the thing: the show is great. Um, realistic baseball sim. Um, I have man, I haven't played a baseball game since. The show seventeen eighteen. <laughs> so I'm stepping in this like, how do you what, what's the how do you throw a pitch? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? But they have cool things where, like if you played NFL if you not NFL uh, M- MLB two K they had a they pitch by using the analog uh-huh. by doing certain directions they reintroduced that to oh, the okay. show so people who used to play on two K can now like pitch the way they used to by using the analog stick oh wow um, which is really cool but then they have the old classic stuff they just have that reminds me of skate to use the analog yeah. stick in certain ways that's cool. But they, um, I think the thing they introduced, which I love the most, is um, the zone hitting. So you have an, so when you're up the bat, it used to be that you hit X to get a regular swing, circle to get a contact, which is just kind of just get a hit on the ball. Like a bunch? And then, no, a bunch triangle. Contact's like a, you're just trying to stay alive because the count's full, and you don't really know the pitches. You're just trying to get the wood on it and mm-hmm. just kind of see where you get the ball. And then a square is your power hit. 
they introduced a concept where they have a little circle. And if you put the circle, like, above the ball, so it's like you hit the ball, right here, here's the ball, and you put the circle right here, what would you naturally do if you were batting? If you got underneath the ball, you would pop it yeah, up. up. So in the game, if you put the circle underneath the ball, you pop it up. If you put it on top, you hit it to the ground. Mm-hmm. So it introduced a new concept where it's like, it's more realistic because you actually have to know where the ball is. You have to actually hit the ball. That's cool. Um, it makes it really difficult. Yeah. Uh, very, very difficult. Um, but yeah, you guys will probably hear more of me, talk, me talking about the show. I have a couple issues with it, but I want to see if it's actually going to get fixed or not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the Game Pass thing. I got a friend who has an Xbox, and he's like, I wish I could play the show. And I was on the phone with him this week, and I was like, you have an Xbox, right? He's like, yeah. I was like, do you have Game Pass? He's like, yeah, of course I have Game Pass. And I was like... Log in. Like, Log in. It's right the first second hour. It's and yeah. he texted me today. He's like, "So we try to play the show today?" <laughs> like, because he was just like, "Is this crossplay?" Yeah, that is crazy. Uh, I, awesome. I, I am playing crazy. with people who have Xboxes now. And here's the craziest thing: when you watch like the trailer, or you first start the game, it shows like the PlayStation Studios logo, yeah. and then it morphs into the Xbox oh. logo. It is crazy. <laughs> I would say that. That's it is crazy. crazy. So that is nice. the show is the cool. Uh, you will hear more about it. The only other update I have. Giant update. Giant update. Call of Duty Warzone yeah. entered its third season. Yeah. Um, Call What's of Duty. About it? Um, they nuked Verdansk. Why are they always nuking something? Well, here's the thing. Verdansk got over... So, Modern Warfare came out. That was what Warzone was based off of. Yeah. Then Cold War came out. What is Black Ops known for? Zombies. Mm-hmm. So, zombies overran Verdansk. They did a three-day event. So, you couldn't play the game for three days. And it was stupid. You couldn't play the game for three days? So the way they did it was weird. You know how Fortnite, they do these giant concerts and events yeah. to celebrate their new seasons? Yeah. Call of Duty was like, we're going to do a story. Story mode for what's going on in Verdansk. Which was actually ended up being really cool. It just sucked because you couldn't play the game at certain times. <laughs> but it was cool. The story was cool. I still don't understand. I'm going to explain it to you. So you jump into the game. You ever play Warzone? You guys play Warzone? Yeah, yeah. And what you do, you try to kill the people. Yeah. Well, what happened was these zombies wrecked into the map. They overstarted, and the gas started overrunning the, the map. And if people died to the gas, they spawn in as zombies. Uh, it was like Left 4 Dead. And then now they play as a zombie trying to kill players. Oh, okay. So what happened was, when they loaded the event up... You couldn't play the normal game. You couldn't, play, well, you couldn't play the normal game, but it was for quite a while. Okay. Because it was two parts. Um, okay. So the first part was... You loaded the game up and it said you had to capture a device. The second part, you loaded the game up and you were flying in and it was like, just survive. That's what came on the screen. So what happened was you had to try to be the last squad against 150 other people as they turned into zombies. Yeah. So if you died, they became a zombie. So what happened was it turned into pure chaos. I'm watching people, like people who are pro gamers, like make millions and they're screaming like little girls because they can't do what you normally do. Yeah. You can't really like snipe a guy while getting hit by a zombie in the back yeah. and what was cool was like you became a zombie like you became a, like a, a, a Call of Duty zombie which is the thing you guys always play for a long time so they then they then nuked the map and then like the map went backwards so now we're playing in 1984 um, but what was cool which I know I'm going if you guys anyway ever play a Battle Royale game you've played the did it change game. to feel more like Black Ops yes but it still has a Black Ops skin Modern Warfare feel Okay. That makes sense. I like the Black Ops feel, but... Well, here's what I'm going to say. You've played Destiny. You've played online shooters. Yeah. The one thing that always ruins, like, an online community is metas. Um, sure. here's why I say this. When a meta becomes, A, stays too long, or B, becomes too overpowered, you're, you're forced to run it. 
Like you are for because you cannot compete. Yeah. So the you issue, have to cycle things out. Yeah. So like when Destiny, there was a sniper meta and then a shotgun meta. You know, there were different things that. Yeah. But, for them, but now they move weapons out of rotation, so it's it always keeps it fresh. fresh. Yeah. Call of Duty doesn't do that. Well, Call so of Duty is pretty one straight. Like this is the way the gameplay flows. Yeah. Right. But the issue was that there are guns that became access to them, and there was a certain two guns that became the best guns to use. And if you didn't use these guns, you were losing. There was a gun called the M16. It's a three-round burst gun. And if you got shot in the head with it, it killed you like a sniper. Yeah. That's a problem because it's yeah. an AR. And then there was another AR that moved like an SMG, but it killed faster than an SMG. So what happened was everyone in the game was running an M16 as an FFAR. And the game just became very bland and toxic for a period of like eight months. So now they came time. out a very long time. Well, actually, it's when ruined Battle Royale games. Fortnite and all those other games that struggled. Mainly Fortnite hit hit the worst wall of it. That's why not a lot of people play that game anymore. Um, but they came out, they nerfed a bunch of guns, and they rebalanced everything. To Now it's like, all these people, I'm on TikTok, and I'm like, I'm Warzone TikTok. And everybody's like, this is the new meta. And then I scroll up and I'm like, no, this is the new meta. Yeah. There's well, no it's a new meta. season. Yeah, there's no meta. There will be a meta. One always there will forms be a meta. because somebody, people grind and they figure out what the best thing yes, is. There's yes. always a best thing. And it happens, but I think what I'm enjoying right now is that there's no meta. So I can just do whatever I want mm-hmm. and so I'm going to have fun with it. So I run around with a right shield and two swords and I just chuck stun grenades at people and just chop them up in half. And it's like, this is fun. I'm mm-hmm. having fun. I'm not worrying about Maybe like... you discovered the new meta. Sweating. No, it's not the meta <laughs> at all. You are... It's deadly not the meta. But I just enjoy it because like... That's what ruins these games, these online communities, is when companies do not change things. Yes. Metas don't ruin games. It's when they let it sit and it gets too stale. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they need to be updated after a while or people get lost in the same same rhythm. Yeah. Still no anti-cheat. Which I was going to ask you, what is, maybe that's what's happening to Destiny. I don't know if you've seen news. I was seeing on Reset Era, some people were very mad at Destiny. People are very mad at Destiny right now. Actually, it has nothing to do with meta or gameplay or anything. What it is, is in Destiny, and I haven't been playing this season, but I did read up to understand. And what was this? In Destiny, it's been a long, long, long standing complaint from everybody that your armor has look the way it looks, but then it has stats. Yeah. And so if you get good rolls of certain armor pieces, you're going to use your best rolls. Yeah. But you then are very limited in what you can visually look like. Mm -hmm. So you have a vault full of armor, but you can't just use whatever armor that you think looks cool. Okay. Because you really need to use the armor that has the best stats. Yes. So World of Warcraft 20 years ago had this problem, and they solved it with something called transmog. And so transmog is basically yeah, yeah. you can take the way something looks and you can take an armor stats and you can put them together for like whatever, like a price, like whatever, like glimmer, whatever. I hate this problem in video games. Whatever, yeah, but, but, but it's a way of solving that. Sorry. So, okay. so a year ago, the guys from Destiny said, we are going to do transmog in this game. We hear you. You've been, and they've teased it for years and it's like, just do it. Either do it or don't do it, but stop mm-hmm. like... So they, so they said, and so they've been building it and they've been telling people, Hey, you can safely, like if you've got stuff in your vault that you, you know, like the way it looks, but you don't like the stats, you can go and delete it. It's going to be based on your account historically. Like, so people have been deleting the armor and all this stuff like that. They like the look of, but it didn't work out. Well, so they finally announced how you do it and it is 
the most number one this is not gonna surprise anyone the most needlessly complicated <laughs> you, have to, you have to run a mission to get a thing and then take that thing and go do a thing and grind it up and then it's capped you can only do it with a set number of pieces per season so it's not even like it's like every nine if months. you wanted to do like four different what outfits was the reasoning because they make everything complicated <laughs> it's and always a grind I saw that someone game. tweet i saw someone tweet they said Bungie's implementation of transmog is needlessly complex, totally misses, misunderstands what their fan base likes about the game, and is infuriating. And I said, you could take out transmog and put their game design. Because yeah. every single thing that Bungie rolls out, they <laughs> spend way too much time in their little lab deciding how it should work. And then they present it, bump and it's a fart, and yeah. everybody's mad. And then they put out a blog and say, we, we hear, hear you. you. It's going to have to launch this way. And then they get it right three months later and everybody's happy. And then there's a period of peace. And then the next then thing they fart again. is, and it's because, and it, it, look, it's a big company. <laughs> this is not hard. You have <laughs> to involve your community when you're making these things. Yeah, yeah. But they have this thing, and I could make an hour-long YouTube documentary about they believe... You're about to pop a blood vessel. They think they're trying to be Tarantino, but make, like, the Avengers. Like, if you want to be stuck up and do it your way, you're not going to be able to do it with this type of a game. But everything, when they roll out, well, this is our vision for our game. It's like, well, you know what? You're making a service-based game. It's not really your game. Here's the thing. And so, like, I, like gonna... it's needlessly complex, and that's what people are mad about. Yeah, Ultimately, sense. it's costumes, so it's not really the end of the world. But, like, it, I was people, seeing, I was people love too, their cosmetics. Now that you mentioned the transmog thing, I was seeing that it was, like, money involved. Is well, that, what it is right? is what it is is you can instead of doing all of the mission and the grind, yes. you can go to the Eververse and pay. And so here's the fundamental debate: a season of Destiny costs ten dollars, yeah. and there's four seasons a year, and then their annual expansion is always like forty to sixty, whatever. Well, y- nothing is pay to win in the game. You can't buy guns. Like yeah. you couldn't buy that game and throw a thousand dollars at it and get all the guns I have. Yeah. You've missed those seasons. You have to grind as a but all of the cosmetic stuff and all the cool looking skins and all the cool looking ornaments and stuff you have to pay for or you get a little bit of like the paid currency every season pass when you get it. And so it's a big debate of like we pay $60 for the annual expansion. We pay $10 per season. So you spend 100 bucks on the game a year and you get access to a lot of good content. But all of this cosmetic stuff I have to pay more if you want to speed run to, it, to, to speed get, run yeah. it and, and that's what i was seeing people and it's were like, like it takes so long it's this like either sense, raise the so cost of the seasons yeah. or but they they will never do that because that's what the Destiny community is saying right now is like we will pay more just raise the cost of the seasons but they're never going to do it because there are people that spend thousands of dollars on that game yeah. and they're not going to cut off that revenue source yeah. and so it is what it is and that's you know, the dicey part you get into yeah. any of these type of pay yeah. games. Online or, gaming. Yeah, when you got that, like, and that, I think that was the thing even with, um, and I think they actually ended up doing it right. I think they fixed it. What was the game uh, that came on PS4 at launch? Started with the W. Warhammer? War, no. What was it? The FPS? Oh, Warframe. 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 Oh, Didn't they Warframe. have something like that? Well, they, here's the difference with Warframe. Warframe is free to play. And all the expansions are free, but it is pay to win. Okay. You can pay money and buy the guns straight up. Okay. Or you can grind to get the guns. But it's a fundamentally different game in that 
if you have unlimited time, you can play that game and get anything you want. Okay. Like my buddy Sam, he put 400 hours in that game and got all the guns he wanted and never dropped a dime. Yeah. Right? There are other people that will drop 300 bucks and get all the guns I think that's the difference because I think even the documentary they talked about how they could have made more money doing yeah. something. Yeah. And that's the thing. You have to make a choice as a company. It's like yeah. that's where it gets hard because it's like, well, now that's people's livelihoods in it. Uh, but, but Warframe, will... here's what I respect about them. They don't try to play it both ways. Yeah. They will come out and say, our game is grindy and our game is complex. And you do need to get on Reddit and talk with people to figure out how to play it. But we are never going to charge you money to play our game. Yeah. We're going to charge you money if you want to do stuff faster in our game. Yeah. And I respect that because Destiny... That's their vision. And I love Destiny. And also Warframe... You know they, what you're getting into. Where Warframe, Destiny is like, hey, they iterate. And if their player base starts doing something... The player base in Warframe found this glitch where they could slide and then dive. And it made them like float. And, like, they at first were like, that is not what we want them doing. They're moving through these missions too fast. But they were like, but people love this so much that they made it a mechanic to where now you can do this ninja float thing. Mm -hmm. Bungie's the opposite. When players start doing stuff that they don't like, they get super defensive and, like, they stamp it out. And they say, you are not allowed to do this in this game. And so that's where it's just very different companies. Warframe, it's free to play. They totally let you pay to win if you want to. But Destiny, they're, they're one foot in, one foot out. They want to be Halo. And Call of Duty, and they charge you for your expansions and your game, but also the cosmetic stuff. And it's, I don't know. I love Destiny, but I've been taking a break from it. And right when I think about playing it again, right when I think about playing it again, I see this stuff happen, and I'm like, You're with friends right now. Yeah. You're you're love. Well, some companies are making a lot of money from making games, and some companies are not making much at all. Super Seducer 3 came out, (laughs) uh, and it did not make what it thought it was going to make. Sad. Uh, Richard D. Rina, Rina, something like that. Famous pickup artist. Uh, he made Super Producer 1 and 2, obviously, that we have streamed on the channel. Obviously, freaking some of the funniest freaking moments in video game history for Good us feet. that I've experienced. Uh, it's basically teaches you how to, in different situations, pick up women and mm-hmm. how to navigate the dating world. And, and even in addition to that, I know you're about to explain some stuff. One of the things I love about those games is that guy is not a games guy. Mm-hmm. He comes from a different like comedy yeah. kind of acting kind of pickup artist yeah. like and games needs more of that. It needs more people yeah. that are coming from other lanes and then make a game. Yeah. yeah. So it's a damn shame what has happened yeah. because this will make other people be like, "Do I want to mess with games if yeah. this can happen to me?" But Yeah, so uh there was a controversy because this was supposed to come to Steam. I was wait. I was waiting to pre-order this thing. All this, whatever. On Twitter, I started. Fo- I was following him, and he was like, "Hey, they haven't approved us." And then the controversy came out that they were not going to approve them. And he was like, "Hey, if the game is delayed, we have to send a new version because it's got they got censored." Now, if you played some of these games, there are scantily dressed women, mm-hmm. uh, and there was going to be even more in this one. Um, but. He talked, whatever, and he was like, hey, we're going to have a censored version and an uncensored version. Censored version, you should stream. We're going to censor stuff so you don't get in trouble from Twitch or whatever. Um, and then we're going to have a uncensored version. Waited, 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 waited. He finally made an update. Uh, here's the update. Uh, it's not coming out. We are not, they are not accepting this on Steam. And then they also had um, Super Seducer 1 and 2 coming into the Switch, and Nintendo kind of followed suit, and they were like, we're not. Well, I'm surprised that Switch was going to take 1 and 2. Wow. Yeah, they were, they were going to have, excuse me, uh, 1 and 2 in there. So he was like, I'm at a loss. I don't know what we're going to do. 
uh, check back in, whatever. And he put it out on a website called Games Planet. I picked it up as soon as I could. And I'm also going to support them. There is like, I just I just saw this uh, the other day. There is like a DLC that you can get for it. And it's like kind of the behind the scenes. And I love the behind nice. the scenes. Mm. Super Seducer 2's behind the scenes I like played after I beat the game. And there was like a cool... It uh, All it was was him actually on uh, his iMac like screen recording on yeah. QuickTime. But it was him talking in depth about his soul. Like, this is what happened during production. And me as a video guy, I like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Video game guys, like, oh, we had to do this and whatever else. I love that. So I'm definitely getting this. But... We came back again, me, Travis, and our awesome wives, Kelsey yeah. and Jessica, joined us for Super Seducer 3. I think we might try to do that uh, a couple more times, whatever, in the future, but um, very fun again. Yeah. Um, it was a shame that all this like happened to him. So if you if you liked our streams and stuff, check out that game, Games Planet, and throw him a couple bucks to try to... Yeah. He's basically trying to make his money back. He's not... Whatever. Yeah. And what's a bigger shame is on Twitter, after this happened... In the game, he keeps talking about Horror Seducer. There's like a mini plot. Yeah. And he's like talking to the girls like, oh, I'm making a game called Horror Seducer. Well, that was actually the plan. After Super Seducer 3, he was going to make like a horror choose your adventure oh. kind of thing with like seduction, kind of like the dating stuff involved. And it was going to be live action. And he put on Twitter the, the teaser they had done for it. But now he's like, we're scrapping that because we cannot trust these platforms to accept this, and it's like, why are they accepting these games and violent games and extremely gory? But they yeah. and like, there's also weird anime dating. Yeah, there's that, a level that are like, unfortunately, there's a level of politically correctness that goes into this. In yeah, the sense I, of like, I, I mean, that's absolutely what was happening. It's like, why won't they accept this and they accept but, all this other stuff? But I, it's I important to like note this is live action and it is comedic. Yeah, oh, it's like a movie. Nothing is played as there he's not like spiking any women's drinks. Nope. Yeah. He's not like doing anything devious well in the sense of like anything that he's doing that is definitely something that would be it's totally satire. inappropriate to do. He would tell you. He plays he, the one number one, he tells you you would never want to do this. <laughs> it's a really bad idea, but he also plays it for laughs of like yes. they play it to 11 of like yeah. this is the most ridiculous thing you could do yeah. of like yeah any woman would totally yeah are there like shots on the girls butts yes <laughs> but this is a game yes. like go put on any show or bad boys or whatever yeah, and yeah. it's in Miami they start putting the camera on girls yeah, butts yeah. like what what grade yeah. are we in yeah. like seriously that we are going to deplatform this game yeah. like i so, just so that's kind of messed up but Overall, yeah, awesome games. It's a shame that he probably is done with games. I hate, I hate to hear that because he. It sounds like well, number one, these games were really creative. Sounds like he was going to even keep doing more stuff. And again, I think that we need more variety in video games. And maybe he'll come back and not do like what got him in trouble was kind of the the sexually explicit things or what happened, whatever. So maybe he comes back and not does any doesn't do any of that. But at the same time, he probably doesn't trust them anyways. Like, yeah. can I get on? What's well, get they approved? never seem to give him a reason yeah, why they rejected this one. Yeah, they one. never gave so him a good reason. So what if they just reject him again because he's the same company? Yeah. You know, like... Yeah, it's not worth the risk. So he might be done. I mean, it sounds like at this point he is done. But uh, very freaking fun still. Some big laughs. Uh, it's... Still the um, funniest thing I think I've ever I, I, seen in oh, the game was that. I do want to say, so we did the uncensored, ver- or we did the censored version of the stream, which is really funny because in past games when he would explain, you'd do a choice and he would go to him like in a screen and whatever. In the first game, people like got onto him because he'd have scaling like, girls in the bed if he did good. And then if they did bad, the women weren't there and they were more dressed up. Yeah. Um, in the second one, they went away from that totally. And then the third one, they went back to that and... 
headed up oh, to Levitt. Oh, yeah. Because all of the girls are in lingerie. So yeah. when it went to the... We played the censored version. It was him... And then everything around him was blurred. And it was like a little it, circle it, for it, his face. <laughs> yeah. You saw him and everything else was censored to the point when it would cut to the other shots, it was completely censored. Yeah. Because it just was a girl and just lingerie. So I was dying laughing at that. And the other night, I was like, I'm going to boot this up. And there was a level that you couldn't even play because the entire level was censored. I played that the other night. I want to give you guys my review. Oh, yeah. It was softcore porn. Oh, uh, no. It was straight up, like, very borderline. Like, wow. To the point where it's like, maybe this is why you didn't get on Steam. I yeah. don't know. It I was, mean, okay, well. It was legit, like, I would argue that probably, like, stuff or whatever, probably like, why he didn't make it on yeah. Steam. But I will say there, there are still well, stuff. Well, he even talked on Twitter, I, and this was maybe what he mentioned now that I played it. He was like, should I take this level out? Like, maybe that was the stuff, and that still wasn't getting covered. He, he, I think they put that version on Steam, and it wasn't even in there. So, I mean, that's why they really saw games playing at the censored level. But, um, there you go. Super Seducer 3. Well, if you don't piss some people off, you're not pushing the envelope. And he's I definitely agree. pushing the envelope. So. I agree. Yeah. Uh, I have played PlayStation VR. I'm back on the PlayStation VR because they PlayStation did an awesome thing. They did um, not only are they making games for Xbox, uh, they are making <laughs> games free. They did a PlayStation Play at Home. A lot of stuff special, and there was like eight free games. Mm-hmm. Plus, I think Ratchet and Clank was free last week, and I think they're adding Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, is free now. You can just have that. You don't even need PlayStation Plus. And I think they are like. Very slowly climbing, they're going to be doing a Game Pass type thing. Yeah, why not? But, but I think I kind of agree with their strategy in that it's different than Xbox. Xbox can just have all these third parties and have like buy up all these things and do all this. Where Sony is spending quadrillions of dollars on God of War, they're not going to maybe do that on day one of Game Pass. But maybe a year later, or two yeah. years later, they're going to like have that as a free, you know, on a Game Pass type deal. Yeah, or places plus, but. In that eight games, there was two I was I wanted to play. One in particular, and that was Paper Beast. And I saw this game, and I've seen people tweet about it, and I was like, this kind of looks right up my alley. It's kind of like an adventure game. But then I saw another thing. like, is this a simulation game? And it's these little beasts, of course, made out of paper. Mm-hmm. Like, they're almost like origami walking creatures. And I was like, what is this game? So for free, I, that's the price for me. So I booted that up the other night. That game blew me away. I beat it the other night. It is, it's kind of a longer VR kind of experience than what I'm used to. But it is, it is an adventure game. There's a sandbox simulation mode is what I got confused on. But it is part puzzle. So it's like these beasts walk around and you have to like get certain beasts to this thing. But it is the most trippy, like crazy like thing that goes on. And it's my type of ending. By the way, like the ending of this game and where it ends up is like this was a Zack Pike game. Like the weirdness of it, how you feel when you're in this world and seeing these yeah. giant things walk over top top of you, it is it reminds me of PS1. Like I still PSVR still reminds me of those weird three like what am I playing? Like I've never experienced this thing in my life. Like this type of entertainment. Um it just it's very PS One esque of like what can we do? How can we push the envelope with some yeah. of the graphics and what we're doing? Very like highly recommend if you have PlayStation Plus or yeah I think PlayStation Plus you get to play uh, the play at home games, but definitely check that out for free. Yeah, um, and then I played Res Infinite, um, and I've never been a Res guy, and I kind of played some of the demo stuff, and I was like, okay, it's kind of a music kind of rhythm game. 
But you just kind of hold a button, and it's like you move stuff around, you let it go, and you move stuff around. Have you played Rez? Have you guys played? No, but no, it's like, not really. It's kind of like beats are going, and you like hold a button down, and you like move the cursor around to like track. You know how like if you have a missile in a video game, it tracks several targets, and you let go of the button. Yeah. And it does that? That's kind of what the game is. And I never really got it. Got it. I was like, this is kind of like fun to experience. Yeah. yeah. Res Infinite on VR, I got it. Like it clicked because. I'm like going with the beat and you are like using your head to track all that stuff. And I'm like bump, bump, bump. And I'm keeping with the beat and you're like shooting stuff out. Like that's how you're like moving the guy and shooting the stuff out. I had a great time with yeah. like totally wrapped up in this like Y2K like graphics <laughs> world. I want to awesome. check that out. And I think it's also was released for free. Thumper. Uh, uh, what's that on there too? It's a yeah. VR game. It's, and it's in VR. Oh. That yeah. is pro- I played Thumper in not VR and had yeah. a great time with it. I, I had some qualms with it, but I would recommend that, especially yeah. in VR. I, I think I played the demo when it, uh, of Thumper, so I'll, I'll definitely get that. I'm really surprised you haven't dished out Tetris Effect. Yeah, oh, I know, but that's, that's on my list, too. Awesome. I'm get that. Tetris Effect is a... Did they give that for free? No, but it's still... Man, it's almost but it's I, worth I've it. I've almost kept up with everything on PSVR. Like I've gotten all the main good games. Tetris effect. That's really good. And uh, I, I will get that. I will end up getting that because I've got everything I've got on PSVR. The music. On that the music's good. So good. I might go home and boot up my PSVR because I hooked it all up and now I've got the Oculus. I want to play Astro's Playroom. Yeah. I played a little bit of that Marquette game you were, you were talking yeah. about. I messed around with it a little bit, and I, I don't know. It is kind of like everybody's gone to the rapture where you kind of come up and they're kind of talking and yeah. telling the story. I don't know about the story so far, but I did think it was cool, like, Moving the scale. The scale stuff is cool. That oh, really, yeah. and even I kind of knew you told me that's what it would be like. It was cool when I first started yeah. kind of solving some of yeah. it. So yeah. I ended up giving that game a butt, I think was my review for <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think it's like great. I give it a butt. But it was fun with the scale stuff was fun and like when you figure out stuff out it's a cool like yeah. oh yeah, that clicks that yeah. whatever. But uh that's all I've been playing for uh this month. Oh I did pick up um or I actually returned too. I've been playing I finished Bowser's Fury. I got hundred percent of that. How that long was, did that, that end up being? Me. It only took me like six hours, five hours. Did hundred yeah. percent everything. Awesome. It is a short little slice thing, and they are definitely doing the next Mario open world. This was so awesome, the way they did this. So fun. The way you get around to these different, like, levels and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like one, like, giant ocean, and you have different, like, levels in this ocean. You use the, the Plessy from the Super Mario 3D World, that, yeah. like, dragon thing, and you jump. You can go to the other levels, and there's, like, things it can do. Like, you can do a little time trial, or, like, a little thing with the Plessy or whatever, this is what they're going to do a Breath of the Wild thing with like they're going to have Mario yeah. in this open world now. I need to check that out because I've been playing through 3D World and having fun with it. Yeah. Um, I'm probably halfway through 3D. I'm on World Four. How many worlds are in 3D I think World? Eight or something. Like yeah, that. I'm in World Four. I've and been I, playing that still too, and I beat that before 100. I'm on 100. That's again. a great game. It's very fun with friends too and stuff. So this, I went back single player and was getting all the stars I missed and stages. Yeah. So it was really fun. But yeah, uh, that's fun. But one thing I was going to say. Was with the Switch was a, has been a weird console for me. I've I've loved it. I've loved like Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey, and playing these games and Link's Awakening. Awesome. My issue with it, and I don't think anybody else had this issue. I actually got all the Wii U games when they came out and played those. A lot of the Switch library is these Wii U ports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'm not getting Donkey Kong Trouble Freeze. I already own for Wii U, whatever. But I'm now at the point where it's like seven years since I played these games. Like, well, maybe I do want to have this on the go or have it on my Switch and replay it. Yeah. So that's where I'm at right now. I'm playing a ton of my Switch. 
I'm in the Nintendo mo- uh, mode big yeah. time. So I went back and I've been playing Smash Brothers. I've almost unlocked all the nice. characters. Every time we play Smash Brothers, Jacob's like, you haven't opened up like half the characters. I know. So I'm playing adventure mode on that. I'm Good. playing like, I'm having a ton of fun uh, playing, like I said, Super Mario 3 World. I'm wanting to get, have you guys seen Ring Fit Adventure? I've seen I've that. Yeah, I think it. I'm gonna get that. I'm I've seen people up. put that on their Game of the Year awards. Yeah, that that is great workout, it and up. it sounds like a like natural progression of the Wii Fit kind of yeah. stuff. So I think I'm gonna get that, and then I want I do want to get Super Mario Maker two. I do want to go back to Tropical Freeze. I want to play Mario Kart Deluxe. Like uh, Zach was over last week or whatever, and we all hung out and we played Mario Kart Deluxe, and I was like, maybe I will return. That's to Mario a great Kart. game. And I, so now all these Wii U games, I've it's time. It's been seven years, eight years since I played some of these. Back. I think I'm ready to play these games again. I'm yeah. Going to buy them again, so. The one Wii U game that I really wanted to play, and maybe time's passed by at this point, and it never came out on the Switch, was Xenoblade Blade Chronicles X. That has to come. I, feel so, like, I, feel I like just, when I watched you play that, that I was just like, this looks so cool. Like, it yeah. just looked so... I'm holding out that that's still coming. That game was incredible. It had the biggest sense of accomplishment I've ever had in a video game since maybe Demon's Souls games. Demon's yeah. Souls games or whatever. Of like when you get that mech, it takes so long to get the freaking mech that you see on the cover. But when you get it, you feel like you got like you saved up your money for a freaking new like Tesla. Is what yeah. Like when you get that, I've never felt that sense of accomplishment and how that opens up the world. I think that'll come to Switch. Yeah, I, I, I would I'm play it. Because then they made Xenoblade Chronicles, and I was like, do I want to play that one? And I was like, I don't know. It looks like a JRPG. I'm sure it's good, but. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I got plenty of games already I own that I'm trying to get through, so. Yeah. So I'm in a Nintendo mode big time yeah. lately. Um, I've been in a Nintendo mode too, and then I've been playing a little bit of Yakuza 0 here and there. I'm kind of where I'm now kind of seeing as the second protagonist. I'm... We're good at that. Oh, okay. Okay, that's why. Yeah, we're good. Okay. <laughs> Ignore that. Um, but I've been... That. I've been playing Yakuza Zero. <laughs> Yakuza Zero. Yakuza uh, Zero. Yakuza. Uh, one, two. I've been playing Yakuza Zero uh, here and there, which is a good game. Um, I like it. It makes me laugh. It is a lot of reading at times. Um, mm. So, like, sometimes I'm it like, if it's like 10 o'clock at night and it's like, do you want to play something for an hour? It's like, it's a hard game to jump in and like do an hour. Like I feel like it's good if I've got a, a long stretch of time I want to hang out and really sit in that world and play it. So I've been kind of stop starty on that. I didn't play it hardly at all with the class I've been in. Um, but then I was like, really, I'm trying to keep pace with the things that have been coming out this year. And there was a game that I bought that technically came out. Was it last year or the year before? I don't know. But Disco Elysium yeah. is a game that. Uh, Obviously, was really highly regarded game of the year stuff, um, but I skipped it because I wasn't quite sure I wanted to play it. And the reason why is because it was I heard it was a lot of reading. Like that was what I heard about it because it is a very different game. Like it's yeah. basically like a computer RPG, but you don't really fight. It's more like story based, and you're talking, and then like you do these dice rolls for like your you have all these voices in your head. And, like, you do these dice rolls of, like, what voice is going to take over, like, oh, yeah. and make you do what decision or do stuff. It's really, really creative. But when I saw how much reading it was, it's like reading a book. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know if this is for me. But then I heard that this year they were releasing a free update called The Final Cut. With it has full voice acting Ooh. for all the voices in your head, all the characters. 
And so I was reading a little bit about that earlier this year, and I was like, I'm going to get the game. So it was on the Epic Games Store for like on sale for like 18 bucks over Christmas. So I bought it and was going to wait until that Final Cut came out. And that Final Cut came out last week. So I downloaded that and started playing it. And this game, I think that the best way I could describe it is it feels like like there there was like an alien world where they're making these RPGs that like we just got one of their games. Like it is weird because it's like a CRPG, but it is like in this weird like post-communist, like the setting is weird. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of almost like a, I've never played Dishonored, but like kind of like it's, it's hard to pinpoint. Like is this in the past yeah, or in the yeah. future? Super creative setting, really, really well done writing so far. At first I was like, is this going to be really pretentious and like quote a bunch of communist people all the time? And there is some of that, but like, you play as a cop, which is interesting in the world that we're in today. Mm-hmm. And they immediately are playing on some of that of like, you're a cop and like you're a detective and there's this other detective and like you're in this weird like post-communist society and uh, these unions have like run amok and are like running and like people are getting lynched and like you're investigating these like labor unions mm-hmm. and like it is so, so trippy and weird. But I am like creativity is an eleven on this wow. game. They are so creative with what they're doing. I think the world um, sounds so. cool, but I watched gameplay and trailer, and I didn't know if the gameplay was for me. And rolling the dice, I think it was a lot of re- the reading too. Uh, yeah, back. yeah. But I don't know, like, what is the? There's no combat. Yeah, no. It's it it's, is you're very rolling dice and it, stuff. It's or? very much getting in this mood and in this vibe of getting in this character and figuring out like there is like all these different character traits you could pick from. Okay. And so you pick those things based on what you're kind of interested in. And they're really varied. Like I, I made like one of mine, like inland empire. So my detective like has this very inward imagination. And so things in the world take on personalities. So like, Mm -hmm there's like this necktie hanging from the ceiling fan. And so I grab it and I put it on the necktie starts speaking to me. And it's like, you should go jump out that window. Like telling me to do crazy yeah. stuff. You have to do dice rolls of whether or not you listen to it. Yeah. And it's like, if I didn't pick inland so empire, like that D&D, wouldn't be ha- like you're rolling dice. No, or? you don't actually roll dice. You just, you come up on certain situations and you can do a skill check and you either pick that okay. thing or you don't. And it just tells you your percentage chance so there- to have the effect you want. So, what is the gameplay? You're just like you roll a roll of the dice. I'm I'm an hour and a half in, and the gameplay is it's like a choose your own adventure. Walking around this hotel, definitely some there's some choose your own adventure, kind of exploring. Um, Do you fight? If, you're a detective. You're you trying fight? to solve a murder. Okay. Yeah, you don't fight. At least so far, I don't know if you can get a gun and fight, but like you're trying to solve a murder. So like I came up and I found the body, and it was funny because like this other detective shows up and he's like, "Have you taken the body out of the tree yet?" And, and you're like you basically wake up and you have amnesia. So like you're seeing all this stuff your character has been doing, but you don't remember any of it. And you're like, like, what body? You have all these different options. And it's like, this guy's been dead for a week and you've been here. You're supposed to take the body down. You didn't take it down. And it's like, it's like, do you want to like fake it till you make it? Do you want to like, just act oh, like you okay. did it? You can lie. Be like, yeah, I took it down. Yeah. And then you go around and the body's still in the tree. And he's yeah. like, why did you lie? Like, you can just like lie. And then like immediately get caught in the lie and be these super awkward situations. Yeah. But it's like a murder, and so like you're trying to find clues of what happened. You're like there was a there was a part where I had to call like I didn't have my the guy's like where's your badge? Can I see your badge? And I'm like I don't have my badge. He's like you lost your badge. <laughs> He's like well that's okay. It's not like you lost your gun. And then your character's like 
oh my god, I don't have my gun. <laughs> and then it's like, what do I say? And it's like, yeah, good thing I didn't lose my gun. Like, and it's, but then, so he's like, well, you better call that in. So like, we were, I had, you have options. You can go look at the body. So like, I go to the truck and it's, yeah. he's like, so I call in, it's like, I talk to this witness, but then I call my precinct. And they're like, well, this kind of sounds maybe more like my game then. Because, I th- I think you would like it. I think with the voice acting, you would like when it. When I heard it was like rolling dice stuff, it's like I thought that was more like you're not a number crunching thing. anything. There's no, it's not like strategy okay. focused at all. It's character vibe storytelling. It okay. is that. It okay. is that. Maybe I'll check so. it out then. Yeah. So that's Disco Elysium. I'm excited to play it some more. But nice. Disco cool. Elysium. You guys been watching anything? Uh, yeah, I was watching Yu-Gi-Oh. Um. I just finished Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, which that show, I would say, was good. I would say it was good. It had some stuff I really liked. Some of the writing was a little messy. Um, you can tell this was a show. I have been saying for a while that like I think that we're going to get almost like a writer's strike type thing with some of the stuff that starts coming out. I think this had that. I was reading online because basically the setup of the show is is it's after Endgame. It's a Marvel show. And it's Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And basically the Falcon gave up the shield to the government. And then the government gave the shield to this other guy named John Walker, who becomes a new Captain America. I think we talked about that last time. And so basically where the direction the show goes is it's just all these different people who it's very post, like you don't know who the good guys and the bad guys are. There's like these kids that are like these Antifa type kids that are like getting the super soldier serum, but then they're like blowing up buildings, but they're like, you feel bad for them, but they're also like literally killing people. And, um, you got this new Captain America who's like kind of like white privilege as a character, but you also kind of like him. You know, he's kind of got likable traits, but he does some stuff that really get him in trouble. And um, yeah, it ended up being good, but it was messy. And I felt like a lot of the writing of the villains stuff was messy a little bit of like people would disappear for like a whole episode and then they'd come back for like a second. And it felt very jittery of like. I like a lot some of the main character work going on, but some of the side characters feel really haphazard. And then I read online, this show supposedly had a pandemic subplot was what the villains were trying to do. So bad time to do that. I heard that they spent a lot of last year quickly rewriting and refilming it. And so it is effective. It is a good show. Like I do think it's a good show, but I can definitely see some of the weird edges of like, there is a weird subplot where they're stealing vaccines, but then like they never really resolved what was happening with it. And then there's a scene where like one of the main bad girls, she's like, she's just a girl, but like she's the bad guy. She's the antagonist. Like somebody that she loves is dying in a hospital. And it's like, they kind of just play it as she's old, but like, there's a lot of people in this like hazmat thing. And it's like, why is she dying? Like, and now it's like, oh, she definitely was dying of this pandemic thing. Yeah. So, like, it's weird. It's like you can, when you know, without knowing that, you're like, this was a good show, but it was kind of messy. But yeah. then knowing it, nah, it's yeah. like, yeah, they definitely, like, you know had what? to redo some I things. found out something this week that reminded me of that. At the end of The Goonies, did you know there was a whole thing where an octopus showed up? Did you, have you guys seen The Goonies? I've seen it, but I don't remember an octopus. At the end, they have that awesome, like, amazing set in that ship. That yeah, ship or whatever. I remember that. Um, but there, right at the end, an octopus shows up, like in that same area, and grabs the kids, mm-hmm. and they get rid of the octopus because he sticks a mini displayer in the mouth of the squid. But like, they didn't need it at that. Like, there was yeah. Sense. But at the very end of the movie, they have that television reporter, and he's like, "Oh, how'd you do this? Whatever." And it's like, "Well," and blah blah blah, and then the octopus, and it was like the octopus. Yeah, the octopus. 
So for years, people were like, that doesn't make sense. But then they found out, like, oh, yeah, there was that other subplot. They took that completely out of the movie, but it didn't make sense because that television interview in the middle of that. But I saw somebody comment, or maybe it was that same video I saw, somebody was like, well, it kind of does make sense because kids kind of, like, when they talk up things, like, yeah, yep. hey, we saw yep. this. It's like, I think they, they skated by on that. Because yep. I think that actually doesn't run well, it at all. Well, and, and, like, and what you're touching on is something that I actually love learning about this stuff is, the way these things get made is messy. Yes. Pandemic or not pandemic, 80s or whatever, octopus. One of my favorite examples of this is, you guys remember the movie Wild Wild West Mm-mm. with Will Smith yes. from like well, the I, 90s? I, I never watched it. I don't well, but like there was like this big like metal spider yes. in that movie. Okay. Yeah. So I I've always, I always remember as a kid like, that's weird. Like, why is there a big metal yeah. spider? That's weird. I don't know. Are Cowboys. Kevin Smith's yeah, yeah, yeah. So apparently in the 90s, there was a movie called Death of Superman that was written by Kevin Smith. J.J. Abrams was supposed to be involved in it. It was a long time ago, in the late 90s. It was going to be one of J.J. Abrams' first movies. And Nicolas Cage was going to play Superman. It's called Death of Superman. And there's footage online and, of him and that Superman Yeah, too. and the, the end was going to be Lex Luthor and a big metal spider. Well, they built that metal spider, and they had it all on set, and then the movie got canceled. And so... When Wild Wild West was happening, they had this other idea for the third act, and the producers basically said, you guys are going to use this metal spider that we made for Superman, and you're not going to spend any more money. <laughs> and so, like, that kind of stuff is yes. happening at the studio level all the time. Like, yeah. hey, that thing you wanted to do? No, you're going to use this thing that was made for a different movie yeah. because we're not spending money for you to make this other thing. Yeah. It's this fun. is close It's enough. interesting because you'll watch, and you're like, what yeah. happened? I mean, I hope we get that one day for, and we kind of did with that, extra episode but with metal gear i don't know if we ever will yeah private there with yeah. the man and how they run things but like yeah i want to see like what you can see certain edges on that game too I'm yeah like, ah that was going to go where was that there. going yeah but so i yeah so but in the end falcon winter soldier is really good if you're i will say this i know you don't really care about marvel yeah, I, Jacob, you should really watch this show yeah, i haven't watched wandavision yet and the reason i'm going to say this is is this the, these shows that they're doing, I don't know. When I when they first announced the shows, I was like, oh, I'm sure it'll be like, you can watch the shows, but you can skip them and just watch the movies. These shows are doing extremely crucial stuff. Yeah. That, I, like, I, know I don't know when them. the next like Avengers movie comes out. If you haven't seen these shows, like I don't know how you're going to I got like, to watch them. You might be lost like me, Jacob. I just haven't, I just haven't watched a lot. Yeah. I've watched Hell's Kitchen. I caught up on that. Great show. <laughs> I love I Hell's, Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen. He's, He's still in- mean. He's no, hey, season fans? 19 was top notch. <laughs> Wait, it, was that the one with Brett? No, that was season 18. Me and Jess watched two thirds of the season with Brett. That was Brett's awesome. That show was great. I still don't know who won that season. Oh, is that but, the All Star show? The yeah, All-Star the All Star. Bro, All Star season oh, was awesome. You need to finish my that favorite one. one was when uh, that guy had to go home because he had like a panic attack, mm-hmm. and then he's like, Todd had to go home, and Brett's like, like. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, man, this was for Todd, man. This was for Todd. Hey, hey, guys, come on. You can't serve like that. This is for Todd, man. <laughs> it's all, I, Hell's Kitchen is just one of those shows where I'm like, because let's be honest, you get 20 chefs who are way better than everyone else out but there. But they make them look like they dog look like crap. Morons, they make them look dude. like dog crap. Well, so they, they will do the right thing 90% of the time, and they will show the one thing they messed yeah. up. Well, because they'll get in the line. <laughs> and I, I guess I don't realize it because when you work in an expedited restaurant where, like, Every you you cook according to the tickets that come in, not based on like what's the easiest to get out. Because you go to Applebee's and you know you have an order that comes in, and it's like a, an eight top, but then you have a, a guy come up from the bar. The bar food's going to cook first because it's just easier to get out quicker. Sure, you know the eight top will get worked on, but you got to put a lot more stuff in the microwave and crap like that for them. 
So when you look at expedited restaurants, first table that comes on, first table that gets done. So if that first table gets behind, everything yeah. else falls behind with it. So you can end up sitting there for three hours waiting to eat. So you get these chefs in who like private chef, you know, executive chef, you know, cook for Ja Rule kind of chef. They get in there and they're like, what do you mean four minutes to the pass? And they're like sitting there, like, they're stirring mashed potatoes yeah. for 20 minutes <laughs> yeah. the entire time. they're trying to make this perfect dish and these like... Hey, well, really and some of, I will say some of the chefs in there, and I don't know a lot about the culinary world... But I do. I'm some of the chefs in there, I get the impression that they do more private stuff than they That's do work in restaurants. But so they, like, they want now they're working more. as part of a team. They're used to be in the alpha that just does yeah. their own thing. So, so it's really hard because because some of these uh, one of the seasons I just watched, they were literally a private chef, but they they killed it and they got really far in it because they realized he literally it was it was cool because he did a monologue. It was like a six season when when he got he got put for elimination. He's like, I need to kind of chill out a little bit. And he literally chilled out, and he, he went a lot farther because he started, like, yeah. talking and communicating. and uh, so Those are fun shows, though, because you start, like, when it first starts, you're, like, you're sizing everybody up. And like, this guy ain't going to last. Oh, yeah. And when I first saw Brad, I was like, this guy is going to flame out so fast. But he goes deep into it. And, like, some of the people are like, that's going to be the teacher's pet. And they start out that way. But then, mm-hmm. like, people you think are safe are not safe. Yeah. And then people you think will never make it go way further yep. than you think. Well, it's always, for so, me lately, it's been people who have been fine on there. I love reality TV shows, like Big Brothers, that kind of stuff. I love that kind of my stuff. My wife watched the one where it's like British and they were baking some cupcakes or some dessert. Is that the nailed British it? baking show? Oh, yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. I, I know. nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so goofy. I, I, I couldn't sit through a lot of it. It's so good. I just like, like Hell's Kitchen just because it's like Gordon Ramsay. My favorite reality show, because he knows what he's doing. He just gets unfiltered. The best part is watching it unfiltered. You ever, ever watched the uncensored version of Hell's Kitchen? I don't. I really don't know. The things he bleeps out. You know, like when he, they bleep something out and he says something, they bleep it out. Yeah. And you're like, oh, he definitely just said, you know, the B word right there. And it's oh, like, yeah. oh, no, he just said the F word. And it's like, you, you learn, like, he has a very colorful uh, <laughs> yeah. vocabulary. Yeah. Like, he is very. He uses a uh, lot. Yeah. Um, Kitchen Nightmares is great, too, because, and that would drive you insane. Because you, you will see these people that are business owners and you want to strangle them because they are so stuck in their ways and they are failing and everybody in their family's in debt because they're failing yeah. and they will not listen to anyone. Dude. And then this guy who's a world-class chef will come in and be like, here's a hundred thousand dollars. What are you doing? I will we help you. This. And they, and they say, get out of here. I'm not, <laughs> like these people have no shame. They'll look at Gordon Ramsay and say, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, it's like, is it, if it is a business owner, you would yeah, be like yeah. cringing. Like this guy is coming here. He's oh. remodeling your restaurant. He's telling you exactly what you need to do. As a yeah. team, and they are just totally like shoving it back. Like I will never, some of these people you. will write to Gordon Ramsay saying, come, come to my show. Yeah. Like, and then, people, and then like they, they get mad. And then they get mad. Some people you can't say. But well, then it gets like, they do listen sometimes, and it's like, you feel bad for them. And then you find them. out 80% of the restaurants get shut down yeah. afterwards, because well, they just, they can't. 80% of restaurants get shut down, period. Yeah, like, it's hard, hard to have mean, a restaurant. It's hard. If it's Gordon Ramsay came in and completely, because you see what he does at some of those restaurants. It's not sustainable. Like, like wallpaper coming off the, and he comes in and he just completely renovates because it. and because the problem is is even if he comes in and renovates and he gives them a one week masterclass in how he would do it, the second he's gone, it's, they yeah. are they do not they are not him, I know, and they will go back to making like that. decisions yeah, what that are, are you poor. Saying? What are you saying? Yeah, your habits are everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. and what you, I agree. Yeah. I agree. But it's, it is, but it is crazy. Good TV, it's good TV. Yeah, I it's watch that it. hope of like maybe they'll figure they'll it out. They'll get it. They'll do it. <laughs> but, I know they can. But what I learned watching that is. 
how messy family stuff gets when you start having a restaurant. Yeah. Parents going into debt, brothers going into debt, people getting passive aggressive, like not because some of it almost becomes therapy where he's like sitting with them, like your marriage is falling apart because of this, yeah. like and it's hey. like. Crazy. There was the takes too. Craziest yeah. one. I, I'm, we'll move on past this because I know I just completely derailed it because that's all I watched. Gordon Ramsay was sitting down. There was two brothers and a father. And the father has been promising to one brother that when he's done, he'll take over the business. While the other brother <laughs> has funded the business, gave him the loan for the business, and has not been paid in like <laughs> a year from the business. Yeah. But hasn't been told anything. So you have one brother who's completely not invested by being told he's getting everything. The other brother who is completely invested, not getting yeah. a dime. So he says down it. The prodigal son. Yeah. Well, yeah, Gordon says down. He's like, so have you told the other one what you said? And he's like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's like, what? And he's like, well, founds out you're not getting anything. And this dude just loses his mind. He's like, I'm in thousands of dollars of debt. He's like, he's like. If this goes under, you two are fine. He's like, yeah. but I'm the one that's screwed. Yeah. And it just blows up. And then finally, it's like, they all simmer down. And then the best part, the dad's all the time is like, you need to calm down. Yeah. You need to calm down. And yeah. it's like, no, I would lose my that's mind. Why, and that's why, Zach, like, I do think of any of them, you would like that show because it is businesses and it's like bad business or even people trying to make it. But Gordon Ramsay, if he catches something like that, there's a... He throws it out in the open, like oh. he he is he will he will not let things go unsaid. If he walks into a restaurant and and their family or the people are not getting along, he calls it out immediately. And yeah. you love that chaos of like <laughs> everything out there yeah, and just yeah. people well, like yeah. the cringe of it. Yeah. Like the he, best is like he I, it. I love uh, that stuff. This is kind of off topic, but still, like why yeah. I love that stuff. Like I had a friend growing up that there there would be an awkward segment in like a friend group or like with people at our school or whatever and this guy would throw it out in the open everyone would be thinking oh my gosh this guy is with this girl oh my gosh this is a nightmare and my friend would be like yeah it sounds like a freaking nightmare or he would say something yeah. and, and everyone around would like laugh nervously because they he always threw the elephant <laughs> yeah. immediately like yep. a social terrorist is what i would describe this like <laughs> but i love like, it because... i love it because I, I it finally grew on me that kind of like I, I just love that chaos or i just love like not what beating around the bush like yeah. I, love, I love confrontation I that's why i loved boston when i traveled up to yeah. boston like we went up that's how the I east coast is i couldn't live there but for a traveling kind oh, yeah. of thing, when we went, we were kind of picking out what we were wanting to eat at some... We were at that market area. Yeah, uh, yeah, the Boston market. Yeah, 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 yeah Quincy up, Market. Up, yeah, yeah, up in that area. And I remember we were looking, and the guy was like, you going to order? You yeah. Do something? And they yeah. were very rude to the point. And I loved it. Oh, yeah. And I remember some people that were with us uh, in our friend group was like, they were ready to go for the heck hole. Yeah, but that's I how it is. It. Hey, let's go. Yeah, like, I so. loved it because nobody, because you knew where you stood with people. Yeah. And whereas, like, mm-hmm. we're here in, you know, Ohio area and stuff, uh, people, like, I genuinely enjoy that niceness. I'm not saying, like, let's always be me now in the open. Like, that's kind of an exhausting way. Hey, yeah. There was, there was <laughs> but, a, hot, like, there was a hot dog stand. It's refreshing. In New York. This guy ordered a hot dog. It was $3. I, I watched the video literally earlier today. And he was like, I want a little this, I want a little that. And just a little. And he's, and he's like being very particular and very like short. But the guy's listening, doing all the stuff. And the lady behind him's like, could you be nicer? And the dude turned around and he's like, do you want your hot dog the way you want it? And then, so, then, and so then the best part that was the dude who owns the hot dog stand is like, 
lady, it's his hot dog. Shut yeah. up and let me take the hot dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like it's a different attitude. And I'm like, parts of this. I melt down. Yeah. I would lose my because I'm I'm like I'm like so like calm. Like, hey, is there any chance I could get just you know you know no onion? On? I'm like so nice. Yeah. And this dude's like, yeah, don't don't put any of those onions on that. I want just a little. That's too much cheese, man. And the guy's like taking a fork and pouring some cheese off. Like I will say with like. There is a certain, um, with food people, I have been shocked in my life at how forward people have been to food people. Mm-hmm. Because with anything else, like, hey, I go, you know, to, uh, I want to get my phone fixed, whatever, and people have been a-holes. I get it, whatever, they had a bad day at work. I don't get being mean to, like, food service people. Because mm-hmm. those people, okay, we'll be here one second, sir. Like, they're going to spit in your free, like, yeah. spit in your food. Why would you ever risk that? Like, yeah. if people control what's about to go in your body, yeah. you're an idiot. Like, yeah. if you're going to, like, I get being mean to, like, I don't support being mean to these other yeah, people. Yeah, I've always stupid. seen so many people be mean to waiters. Oh, yeah. Um, that it's like, it's like, I don't want to be here when you're doing this. Yeah. But. Any movies you guys have watched? I went to the theaters and saw a movie. Really? Yes. It was spur of the moment. It was... About a week or two ago, um, my wife and I went and saw a movie with Bob Odenkirk. Oh, I heard about this. Called how, Nobody. Yes, how was that? I <laughs> I liked it. I okay. really did. So we like Bob Odenkirk from yeah. Breaking Bad. And Better Call Saul. He's yeah, awesome. and you know, the trailers presented as basically a guy, the, the, this is in the trailers, it's a guy with a wife and kids, and he's just kind of like, you know, a guy that's like an accountant. He goes to work every day. And the inciting incident is somebody breaks into their house and, you know, kind of like robs some stuff and, you know, you know, beats up on his kid or whatever. And like, he doesn't, doesn't fight them. Like he tries to defuse it even to the point of like his kid tries to start the fight, but he defuses it. Um, And so, and then the people leave. And so then it's like the cops are like, so they punched your kid and like, you didn't do anything, you know? And yeah. like, so they're like, basically like, and people at his work are like, it's all presented as like, man, I'm rooting for you, man. But like, you know, this whole thing. Well, okay. I will not ruin the twist of this movie, but that's like the first 20 minutes. Probably there's a twist 20 minutes in this movie that are not in the trailers. I didn't see it coming in this movie. Basically, what it shows from there in the trailers is he goes he goes on a rampage. Yeah. So you're assuming like, okay, this guy just cracks and he yeah. goes on a rampage. Well, this movie is not what I thought it was at all from the trailers. <laughs> from the trailers. Um, so I, I won't check this out. Because... I will not say the twist, but it is not what you expect. And it's it's a very dark comedy kind of a vibe. Yeah. It is funny, definitely funny. It is. So imagine like John Wick with like the gore of like a Tarantino movie. Oh, like okay. it is brutally gory. Yeah. It is brutally gory. Parts of it reminded me of like Yakuza where like he's just in a room with 15 people and yeah. they're just beating the hell out of each other. And like people's <laughs> teeth are falling out of their mouth. It reminded me a little bit of the raid too at yeah. times. Just not in terms of tone, but just like how absolutely brutal some of the yeah. kills are and some of the fighting is. But... There Have you ever is seen a the twist. Movie Falling Down. This doesn't sound exactly like it. No, but Falling I Down is about a guy who gets like he's on the highway, he's stuck in traffic, doesn't and he, he, pull out, like, he a... yeah he pulls out a gun like it goes yeah. it, okay well, not in that part but like he just goes crazy yeah. against all these things that people have to deal with on everyday life. Yeah, like it, th- that is how the movie's presented at first. I will just say there is a twist, and I, I me and Jess were talking about it after the movie. We were like, 
Did we like what the movie we thought it was going to be more? Well, I don't know what it's going to be Versus what the twist entailed. And we talked about it and it was like, the twist takes it in a direction that's like, it kind of takes out the mystery pretty quickly. Yeah. Like, there's a twist, but it's not like a twist of like, where is this going? Like, as soon as the twist happens, you're like, oh, they're going to do this. Oh, okay. And it's like, but it's fun. It's yeah. fun and it becomes almost like fan service at a point. Yeah. Not of like to a property, but like, they become these setups who are like, this isn't going to turn out well yeah. for this guy. <laughs> What's going to happen? Like, I, you know, I would say that there's definitely like a John Wick influence to it of like, it's it's good. Like cool. it's a good movie, worth watching. It's called but Nobody. 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 I, I do want to check that. And out. And I will say it's it's not really long. It's kind of like John Wick, where it's like to the point. It's like this 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 set piece. Um, and there, I think there is some Yakuza influence, and like there's like the main bad guy like gets up and like sings karaoke. So there's just some yeah. cool like character kind of stuff. But it's not like an Oscar type movie, but it is a fun action yeah. movie that is. Very dark at times and very brutally violent. That's so, awesome. If you're squeamish, maybe not for you, but we're there's watching. a lot of cool movies coming out in the fall or towards the end of the year. Matrix Four, Dune, Let's Matrix Four is this year. Yeah. I uh, am ready. Also, Paul Thomas Anderson's new film. I just saw that the tentative title is Soggy Bottoms, Soggy Bottom Boys, <laughs> or Soggy Bottoms, something Sounds, like that. Uh... Uh, and then Scorsese has a new film. I don't know if that'll come out, but that's supposed to be this year too. So yeah, I'm so, I'm down to start going back to the movies. So. Yeah, me too. And I watched. Uh, I forgot about this. I watched Eric Andre's new film on Netflix. Did you see that? Uh, like advertising, whatever. Sure. It's called Bad Trip, and it is kind of like Borat, like esque. Yeah. Where there's like a story mixed in with like stunts. So yeah. It's basically pranks on people out and about in like the real world. Yeah. And they kind of incorporate that. And it's funny because after watching this, it's like, wow, it made Borat 2 even better because not that I didn't like this film, not not, not like, not, not like the film. Yes. But Borat did it better and that mixing like the real world, mm-hmm. like, or just kind of like these fictional stories with like messing with people. There's like, there's like a thread that's like funny with it, like what they're doing with the story and like, yeah. people that have no clue and there's no script on that part. But on this, the story kind of seemed like it was just servicing, like you were just trying to get to the, the pranks and stuff. So the setup is like Eric Andre and his best friend or whatever, and he sees this girl from high school, and he's like, I'm going to chase after her. And they try to get to New York, but he steals his best friend, they steal his best friend's sister's um, car. And his sister is like really rough and like goes to prison and stuff, and she's very rough. And he, like, they, she chases them to New York, like trying oh, to get yeah. the car back. But there's very, very, very funny setups and very funny like pranks in this too. Mm-hmm. But uh, I actually enjoyed the pranks and stuff, and there's like some laugh out loud like kind it's of. Interesting. It's interesting. It's kind of like a return of like the kind of jackass format. Yeah, sounds it is, like. and it's it's been hard because everyone has a cell phone and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's funny still to see how people will react to certain. There's situations where like people are about to be murdered in this thing, and like very heinous things go on in this movie, very violent or whatever, or very just I don't know what to explain it, but. It's funny to see people's reactions. Do they run away? Do they whatever? And they actually make fun of them in the movie. Like, you weren't going to do nothing. Like, yeah. <laughs> these people, and they're still in their face laughing. Like, they yeah. don't do anything. But, um... Seems like movies are coming back. Movies are coming back. There's a new Nicolas Cage movie I want to see called Jiu-Jitsu that I've been hearing about. <laughs> yeah. I have heard people saying it is the funniest, like, weirdest, yeah. craziest thing that's come out in a long time. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Well, I think that is our first podcast back in the, what would you call this? 
The man cave. It <laughs> felt good to be back. It is. It's nice. Yeah. But thank you for joining us. Right, hey, check out Dweebo YT on Twitter. Find out when we're going live with our hangouts, when we're opening up Pokemon packs. Uh, there's some people we make fun of because uh, when you open those Pokemon packs, there's people that find those streams, like they're just searching for the streams on Twitch or whatever, because they want, when you open, they're hoping that you show the code. So we were just very explicit, like, hey, if you're in there in the chat, and this is all you want, here you go. So we're feeding, the, we're feeding you guys like little goldfish with these codes. Because you can get these codes and like, there's an online component. Yeah, there is so an like, online game. You can redeem like a pack online. So people, but only one person can redeem it. Yeah. Yes. So okay. it's like, whatever First you want to do. get the code. But yeah, we're doing fun stuff like that and we're playing games. Sometimes we're raiding uh, freaking fast food. Me and Devin raided some fast food uh, stuff. Playing Smash Brothers. Oh, that was really fun too. We had people, like we're just, we can invite you to the game. We play Smash Brothers with uh, a couple guys or whatever jumped in. Um, and Super Mario 3D World. So we're doing those types of streams. Uh, when podcasts go up, all that fun stuff. But anything else you guys have to say? No. As always, thanks for joining. I'm gonna do something. You know, you say I repeat myself. I'm gonna do something I've never done. What? Good night. <laughs>